mighty name of Jesus Christ this morning, O God, we pray. We pray, O God, this morning, O Lord, and we thank you, Father, for raising us up, O God. We thank you, Lord, that we are alive, O God, to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of salvation, O God. We thank you, Father, for your word, O God, that transforms us, that renews our minds. We thank you, Father, that, O God, we are here today to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ, O God. Father, we pray, O Lord, that your word will be a seed in our hearts, O God. We pray that your word, O God, will be a lamp, O God, in our feet, O God. We pray, O God, that your people will be transformed and your people will be saved in the name of Jesus, O God. We pray, O God, we will not only be listeners and readers of your word, but we will also be doers of your word in the name of Jesus, O God. We thank you, Father, for this platform, O Lord, that enables us, O God, to speak your word to nations in the name of Jesus. We pray, O God. Well, let me treat you, let me treat you, let me treat you, brothers and sisters. I am Latter-day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. I hope that you are doing well there in America, Canada. How are you? How are you doing? How are you doing, Canada? China, how are you doing, man? How are you doing? You know, Germany, how are you doing? How are you? Pakistan, how are you doing this morning? How are you doing? You know, places from Asia. We, we I know we have Asia. I know we have America. Praise God. And I know that we have Europe. We have Africa in the house. Guys, I would like to greet you. And, and just to say that I appreciate you and I love you in the name of Jesus. In the name of of our Lord Jesus. Well, let us go back into our word. You know, yesterday I came on, but something distracted me. I couldn't continue with what I was supposed to be preaching, a message that I was supposed to be preaching. But today I'm all here. Today I'm all here. So today, the name or the theme for our segment today, it is called The Voice in the Garden versus The Voice in the Wilderness. The voice in the garden versus the voice in the wilderness. So I am talking about two voices today. Two voices today. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will help me to divide this word. It is very important, oh God, that I divide the word of God according to his will. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So we're going to be reading from Genesis. We're going to be reading from Genesis, uh, the book of, of, of Genesis chapter 3. That is where we're going to be reading so that first we're going to be talking about the voice in the garden and then a little bit later we'll explain about the voice in the wilderness which voice that we should be listening to and which voice that we should reject totally reject and ignore praise god so today we are talking about the voice in the garden versus the voice in the wilderness that is where we are today let me read the word of god genesis 3 Verse 1. So now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field 
which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, and he said unto the woman, he had God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden, of every tree of the garden. So this scripture, you know, it opens up and we are seeing um, the serpent, the serpent which represents the devil the serpent which represents the devil and the bible says that the serpent was more subtle so in other words the serpent was more cunning because in other versions it says that the serpent was more cunning than other beast or any other thing that god has 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 created under the earth so the the, the subtle then there was more the, the serpent was more subtle than any other piece of the field which the lord god had made and he said unto the woman, so we are dealing with a serpent here that infiltrated the, 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 the garden of Eden, that infiltrated and, and, and its purpose and mind mandate, the, the, the mandate of the devil or of the serpent was to kill, was to kill, steal and destroy because that is what the devil's that is what the, the, the purpose of the devil is. That the purpose of the devil is to kill, is to steal, and is to destroy. Nothing else. That is the mission of the devil, even to uh, until to this day. Praise God. So the serpent is in the garden here, and the serpent sees a woman. I don't know why he chose a woman, not Ad, not Adam. But the Bible says that he he comes to the woman here in the garden of Eden, and he says, "Look, I." I don't know. The Lord said that you shall not eat of every tree of the of the garden. That is the question. And the woman says in verse two, and the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. So verse three says, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die lest you die you shall not eat now praise god as cunning as the serpent he comes into the garden he targets the woman and he says to the woman and he asks the woman and he said because he, he already knows everything so what the, the devil is cunning already knows that okay so god said that you shall not eat of every tree of the garden and the woman replies and the woman says and the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Yes, yes. Verse 3 says, But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God, God had said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Praise God. Lest you die. So here, you know, it's clear that the devil is clear that... Um, Eve and Adam has, has been given instruction by God. Praise God. Because we are talking about the Garden of Eden, a huge garden. So they have everything in this garden. No, they have everything in this garden. So they live among abundant abundance of God. They have everything. So the only thing that God has asked them not to do is to eat from the tree of knowledge. Praise God. But the devil, and I, I just want to say and mention this again, but the biggest problem that they have made, the biggest problem ever, that, that, that or the biggest mistake that uh, Eve ever made 
was to listen to the voice, to the voice of the devil. Because that is the biggest mistake that we do as, 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 as human beings do, is to listen to the voice of the devil. Because the voice of the devil leads into destruction. When we listen to the voice of the devil, then our lives turn. They turn. They turn. And they turn. No, I'm, I'm not talking about um, a, a positive turn. It's a negative turn. Because when you listen to the, because the voice of the devil will come to you. Let me make an example. You are a gentleman. You know, you, you, you are not thinking of any wickedness. You are just walking, you know, um, um, enjoying life. Praise God. And you know, maybe you are in the wilderness somewhere there in a certain garden. You know, you're just walking, minding your own business. Then all of a sudden appears a beautiful woman out of nowhere and she's minding her own business. The voice of the devil will come into your mind and the devil will whisper um, into, your, into your ear that, look, you know, you can rape her. You know, nobody will know, nobody will find out. The police will never find out. And this place is isolated. You are far from people. So you can rape her. You know, you can even kill her and, and, and dig a grave and, and bury her. Nobody will find out. That is the voice of the devil. And a lot of people tend to entertain the voice of the devil. So when you entertain the voice of the devil, then that is where you will come face to face with the worst troubles of your life. Because that is exactly what happened in the garden. The moment Eve decided to listen to the devil, listen to the devil, because now he's going against what God has instructed them. God said, you can eat from every tree in the garden. You are allowed. This is your garden. But please, don't touch that tree in the midst of the garden. Don't touch it. Because if you touch it or you eat from it, if you touch it or you eat from it, then the Bible says that you will surely die. But the, but Eve has already listened to the devil. So in verse 4 says, And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. Now, that the, you know, you must, you, you must understand one thing about the devil. So, the devil always want, wants to contradict what God says. The plan of the devil is to contradict what God says, is to make you do the opposite of God, of God's will. So, the devil comes here in contradiction. He says here, and the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. When God said to the woman, clearly, that you shall die, you shall die. If you eat or touch that tree, you shall die. So don't do it. Now the devil says, no, you shall not die. So in verse 5 says, for God do know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Now the devil knows the weakness of the woman already. Praise God. So he's trying to, 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 to take advantage of that weakness. Praise God. And now he comes and he deceives the woman. He says, no, 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 no. God, God, in other words, he's saying God is a liar. He's saying, he's saying to the woman, God is a liar. He lied to you guys. Because I promise you that if you, if you do if you do it from this tree, God knows that if you do it from this tree, 
praise God that your eyes will be opened and you shall be like him. You shall be like him. He doesn't want you to be like him. He doesn't want you to know good and evil. He does not want you to know good and evil. So in other words, God lied to you. Nothing will happen to you. You will not die. My goodness. Do you see how cunning is the devil? Can you see the cunning ways of the devil? That God will tell you one thing. Or in this case, let me say the word of God will say one thing, but the devil will come to you and say another thing, which is in contradiction of the word of God. The the word of God will say, do not steal. But the devil will say, if you did steal, you know, no one will find out. Praise God. The word of God will say that thou shall not kill. But the devil will come and say, even if you do kill, because the person that you are about to kill deserves to die. And even if you do kill, no one will find out. Praise God. And the biggest mistakes that you can do is to listen to that voice that is deceiving you in that moment. Praise God. The biggest mistake of your life that you can do is to listen to that voice. Because the voice of the devil will come to you and say, look, even if you sleep with your wife or with your your neighbor's wife, your wife will never find out. You know, it will be between you and, and her. Praise God. The devil will come and say, even if you sleep with your with your neighbor's husband, she will never find out. It will be between you and him. Praise God. And once you entertain the voice of the devil, and once you pay attention to the voice of the devil, which will lead you into destruction, praise mighty Jesus, that will be the worst day of your life. That will be the worst day of your life. Because when you disobey God, you call upon yourself destruction. When you disobey God, you call upon yourself death. Praise mighty Jesus. Because when we when we sin, the Bible says that we are in darkness. So when we are in darkness, that means that we are dead. That is what the Bible said. It says that when we are in our sin, when we are in our doing our wicked ways, that means because we are dead. We are dead. It is only Jesus, it is only God who resurrects us by his grace. Today we call ourselves born again Christian because we have been resurrected with him, because we have been delivered from darkness into the light. Praise God. So darkness was our wicked, was our state of, of, of or was our fallen state. Sin was our fallen state. For the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. So we were sinners, helpless in sin. In other words, the Bible says that we were dead. Praise God. We were dead. Praise God. We were dead. We were only resurrected. Praise God. We only came to know the truth of God. Praise God. We only know the truth of God when we accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Savior and Lord. And that day, we were restored back to divinity that the devil has come to steal because that day when 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 adam and eve were deceived by the devil that day the bible says when god said to them you will surely die he was not lying because that day they died 
they died because when we when they were here on that garden they were in the state of divinity the devil came and stole that from them and took that away from them they had a closeness with god they were close with god and the devil came and caused the separation between man and god there was no longer a closeness to god so that is why the bible says that we fell from grace well, that means therefore we fell from the state of divinity because we knew divine good now we fell to the state of human beings and now we know the the, 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 the now we know the good of humanity not divine good praise mighty jesus so now the bible says that you know they listen to the devil so eve listen to the devil and as a result of listening to that voice of the devil in the garden he was deceived she was deceived she was deceived so by being deceived that then for men that men lost the closeness they had with god men lost the state of divinity they had to god so in that day two kinds of death came upon men remember when men were originally created by god they were not going to die i mean now physical death they were not going to die they were meant to live for eternity they were meant to live for eternity they were meant to live for millions and millions of years but that day because they have sinned and disobeyed god that day they died that day meant that they will no longer live for eternity that they will die physical death but that particular day they died spiritually they died spiritually they died spiritually later they would die physically and then they died physically those are the two deaths that came upon them that came upon them because of what because of sin the bible does not lie when it says the wages of sin is death so verse 6 says and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and the free to be desired to make one wise she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband and with her and he did eat so adam did not reject the sin adam accepted the sin willingly he ate when her wife ate praise god so they are both to blame they are both to blame they have they are both to blame because both of them have sinned in the eyes of the lord they have disobeyed the living god and that is exactly what the devil does the devil will will dangle a carrot in front of your eyes praise god will devil will dangle the carrot in front of your eyes and you will think that you know everything that glitters means that it is gold but it is gold but it is not but it is not because the devil does not have the best interest in his heart for your soul for your life but he wants to destroy you there is no love in the devil that is why he is the devil and there is no truth in him he was a liar from the beginning of time he still is a liar he still is as cunning as the first day praise god he he deceived eve and adam so verse verse 6 says and when the woman saw the tree was good why because what that is exactly what the devil will do the devil will show you riches 
and you will see that you know it is good to be rich you know to have money you, you, you dream about it you want it you want money you want to money and you are willing because let me tell you about people who are after money they are not willing to, to, to wait for God for God's time no they want money and they want it now and 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 and, and that is what exactly what the devil says because the devil the devil whispers in in, in their ear and it says no you can have money you don't have to wait how do don't have to wait upon the lord you know the blessings of god they might take 30 years but i can make you have money in 3 years you can be rich in 2 years you can be rich in 6 months no you can kill somebody and you you, you can take and sacrifice that person so that you you, you will be rich no and all sorts of things that people do to get rich okay there are people who are waiting for inheritance because you know that when your father or your mother dies you will inherit their wealth you will inherit everything that they have but they are still young maybe they are in their 50s and they are well they are fit and you and the devil will come to you and say are you going to wait for those people to get old to be 80 what if you don't make it? What if you die first and leave all this wealth behind? You know, I can show you ways that you can just get rid of them. And then that is why many people hire assassins to kill their parents or, or, or their, their grandparents or their husbands or wives because they want to be rich, you know. That is why people take out policies for, for their spouses and then they kill them. Because why? They have listened to the voice in the garden, a voice that they should not have listened to in the first place. That is what happened when man fell from grace. That is why we talk about the fall of man. It came because Eve and Adam listened to the voice of the devil, not the voice of God. Because the voice of God said to them, do not eat from that tree. You know you have abundance here. You have you you don't lack anything here. Praise God. All I'm asking is that don't touch that tree. Don't eat from that tree. What did they do? Praise God. They listened to the voice of the devil. And by doing that, they disobeyed God. They disobeyed God. And by disobeying God, they called upon themselves, upon themselves destruction. They called upon themselves death. Praise God. Because they listened to the other voice. And the devil dangled, praise God, a carrot in front of their eyes. And they fall for 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 they fall for for for, for the plots of the devil or for the cunning ways of the devil. Both the man and the woman knew what they were doing. Praise God. They, when they allowed the devil to speak lies in their ears. Praise mighty Jesus. Now, let us quickly go. Uh, we, have, we, we, we have explained, we have explained, we have explained, we have explained the voice in the garden. Now you know what the voice in the garden does because the voice in the garden is there to cause doubt to you even today wherever you there are people who have doubts today it's there to cause doubts you know sometimes you doubt even what god said he will do the promises of god you even doubt if there is god in the world why because you allow the voice of the devil to tell you otherwise so the voice of the devil, it causes us to have doubt. It makes us to be rebellious. 
you know, so doubt and rebellion um, ultimately lead to disobedience of God. So you will disobey God when you doubt Him, and when you are rebellious, you will disobey Him. There's no doubt there. So the voice in in the garden, it comes as a, it comes from the cunning snake. It comes from the cunning snake to to do what to bring confusion into your mind so that you will not think clearly so that you will have doubts you will doubt God you will doubt his word you will doubt what he said you will doubt his voice so that when you doubt you will be rebellious and when you are rebellious you will be disobedient to the word of God thank you Jesus so let us go to Isaiah 40 verse 3 now we are looking at Ah, there's no more time. I think for eight more minutes, let us be quick. Let us look at the voice now that comes in the wilderness. The voice in the wilderness. The voice in the wilderness. Well, um, Isaiah saw this voice in the wilderness. Saw this voice in the wilderness. So Isaiah 40 verse 3. Let us look there. So the, 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 the Bible says, The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. So Isaiah saw the voice that came from the wilderness, the voice that came crying in the wilderness. Why was the voice crying in the wilderness? It came to prepare a way for the Lord to make straight the way in the desert for the Lord. Praise mighty Jesus. Who was Isaiah referring to when he was talking about the voice in the wilderness that was crying in the wilderness? He was talking about John. John the Baptist is the voice in the wilderness. Let us look at John 15. Let us start reading at verse 15. No, 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 I mean verse 19. Verse 19. Chapter 1, John chapter 1, verse 19. Let us look at that verse. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Oh my time. It's not your time. It's not on my side. But it's gonna be well. It's gonna be well. It's gonna be well. It's gonna be well. Verse 19. And in this the record of John, and this is the record of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? Verse 20. And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. So verse 21 said, And they asked him, What then art thou, Elias? And he said, I am not. Art thou that prophet? And he answered, No. Praise mighty Jesus. Now, here in the book of John, chapter 1, verse 19, the record of John. Now, it, praise God. So, the record of John is telling us about now, um, we are seeing now that the Jews are sending priests and Levites uh, from Jerusalem to ask him. Please remember that John was in the wilderness. Praise God. John was in the wilderness. Praise God. He is the voice that um, 
Isaiah was talking about when he when he talked about or was prophesying about when he talked about the voice when he was seeing a voice crying in the wilderness praise God a voice that had come to make way for 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 the Lord in the desert he was talking about John and that voice had one message a message of repentance and John was saying repent for the kingdom of God has come or repent for the kingdom of God is at hand that was the message that John was carrying that is the message that we should be listening to until to this to this day to this day because a lot of Christians they say that they are born again but they are not repentant they are not repentant but they are not repentant people are saying that i am i am a born again christian but their conduct and the things that they do they say otherwise praise god you cannot claim to be in the light when you continue to do things that are, are done by people in darkness you can never claim to be a child of god a born again child of god but you continue to be in your sin you continue to do wicked things why would you call yourself a child of god if you continue to lie why would you call yourself a child of god if you continue to commit sexual immorality why are you called, why are you calling yourself a child of god when you know that in your heart there's bitterness when you know that in your heart there's hatred when you know that in your heart there's unforgiveness when you know that in your heart you lack compassion you lack humility all these are for those who have repented so until you repent you are not a child of god until you repent this scripture here is calling upon you today to repent 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 so we are called into repentance that is the voice that we should be listening to so as long as we are doing things that are contrary to the will of god or to the word of god therefore we are listening to the voice of the devil you cannot claim to be a born again child of god but you continue to entertain the voice of of, of the devil the only voice that you should be listening to it is the voice in the wilderness that is calling you into repentance praise god so and they asked him what then so now these um uh priests and levites that are sent by the jews to ask john who are you who are you because at first they thought that he was christ but he said no i am not christ and then in verse 21 they asked him what then are you elijah are you elijah and he said no i am not are you a prophet a prophet that we've been expecting and again he says that i know i am not i'm none of these things that you that you are asking praise god so verse 22 said then they said unto him who art thou that we may give an answer to them that sent us what sayest thou of yourself so who are you because we have to go back with an answer who are you exactly and they asked him john and then he said i am the voice of one crying in the wilderness make straight the way of the lord as said the prophet isaiah now he is quoting isaiah 43 isaiah 40 verse 3 
He's quoting Isaiah 40 verse 3. He confirmed what Isaiah said in the in Isaiah 40 verse 3 when he said, he said, I am the voice that is crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet Isaiah. Now in verse 24, he said, and they which were sent were of the Pharisees. Verse 25, and they asked him and said unto him, Why baptize thou then, if thou be not that Christ, nor Elijah, neither that prophet? So verse 26 said, John answered them, saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you, whom you know not. So they were asking him, if you're not Christ, if you are not Elijah, if you are not a prophet, why, if you're not that prophet, why, then why are you baptizing people? Why are you baptizing people? Why are you baptizing people? Who gave you the authority to baptize? So when he replies, he says, you know, he answered them and he said, I baptize with water, but standeth one among you whom you know not. Verse 27, he says, he it is who coming me is preferred before me. So who should lay shed? I am not worthy to unloose. Now he's taking, he's telling them about Jesus. So by reading the scripture, we know that Jesus was among them. So as they were asking John, praise God, Jesus was there listening among the people. And John says, but there standeth among you whom you know not. So the one that is standing among you that you don't know, is the one that is preferred before me is the one that is preferred before me and whose shoelaces i'm not even worthy to unloose and whose shoelaces i'm not even worthy to unloose so among you standeth a king of kings among you standeth the one who was the one who is and the one who is to be so among you as the bible as the bible in john John chapter 1, 1. John chapter 1 to 3. Chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. It reads like this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So Jesus was there from the beginning. The one that Jesus, the one that John is making way for in the desert. He's talking about this Jesus. The one that is standing among people now. He's telling them because the one that is among us is the one that is preferred before me because in the beginning he was the word and the word was with God and the word was with God and the word was God so the Jesus that is standing among you he might be in the flesh but he is the word that was in the beginning with God and he was the word who is God so verse 2 says the same was in the beginning with God so verse 3 said on all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made praise God so he is God so creation was made through him so without him nothing was made praise God praise God including human beings so he is God he is the creator of heaven and earth so in chapter 4 says in him was life and the life was the light of man in him was life that is why the bible says it says that he is life he is the truth and he is the way 
praise God. So unless and until you know Jesus Christ, you cannot claim to have life. Praise God. Because life is found in him. Unless you know him, unless you are born again and you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you can never claim to know the truth because he is the truth. Unless you know Jesus Christ, unless you know Jesus Christ and you are saved, you can never claim to know the way because you are lost without Jesus Christ. Because he is the way, for he is the way, he is the way, he is the truth, and he is life. Now John, yeah, he comes as a witness of God. He comes to proclaim the gospel of repentance, telling people to come into repentance. You know, the repentance that John is talking about, it is the true repentance, repentance that comes by the word of God, that comes by the renewal of the mind, that comes by the renewal of the mind. So we are called, therefore, to have the mind of Christ. So when we have the mind of Christ, that means that when we begin to study the word of God and know the word of God, when the word of God lives within us, then we will have the mind of Christ. When we know the mind of Christ, therefore, we will be closer to him. We will be closer, we will be closer to Jesus Christ. When we are closer to Jesus Christ, when we are closer to Jesus Christ, it is then that we can we can attain the promises of eternal life that we can partake in our inheritance of heaven in our heavenly inheritance it is then that we can claim that we know god it is then that we can claim that we have truly repented when we are like him because the bible says that we must be like him we must imitate him but we can never imitate him we can never be like him until we truly repent we can only repent when we listen to the voice in the wilderness and reject the voice in the garden because the voice in the garden represents the devil but the god the voice in the wilderness represents god the voice of god because only the voice of god will call you into repentance and true repentance only the voice of god but the voice of the god of the voice in the garden will call you into into disobedience to disobey the word of god but the voice in the wilderness will call you into repentance the only way that you can require you can acquire repentance or you can be truly repentant it is by the renewal of the mind so transformation of the mind comes when you study the word of god because when you study the will of God, with the, the, the word of God, that is when you know the will of God. When you know the will of God, then you will not only be a reader of the word, but you will be a doer of the word. That is when you listen to the voice in the wilderness and reject the voice in the garden. Hallelujah. Let us just leave it there for today. Until next time. Until next time. Father, we thank you. We glory in your presence, O oh God. We thank you for your word. Father, make this word, O oh God, be a seed in our hearts. Father, may we lust over your things. May we may we be hungry for your word, O oh God. 
Father, we pray, O oh Lord, that you will open our hearts and our minds so that we will come to the full knowledge of Jesus Christ, O oh God. May your word be a seed, may it grow in our hearts. May your word, O oh God, be a lamp unto our feet. May your word, O oh God, be all that we need and want. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I am Latter Day Preacher. And this was and this is your favorite podcast. Um, deep utterances of the word of God, where we go deep in the word of God. Until next time, I love you, I love you, I love you. Stay blessed and bye-bye.